you've got an idea for your brand, you've designed, tested, tweaked, and perfected your prototypes, but where will you get the money to launch? I'm going to break it down for you, your options for the startup capital you need right at the beginning, and where to get cash injections as you gain momentum. Several clients have asked me recently, Ben, where can I get money to start? Or help, I need more cash to keep going. I'm going to cover sources of capital like savings, loans, and crowdfunding. And we'll talk about how much money you actually need. Because of course, this is the series where I give you a tip that you can apply to your e-commerce business to help you move it forward. No snake oil, no black hat, just solid. Been there, done that advice. I'm Ben Leonard and I built, scaled and sold an international seven-figure e-commerce business. This is Ecom Made Easy. Startup capital is a critical ingredient for your e-commerce business. Of course it is. The more you have, the greater your options and more potential for success. You don't necessarily need eye-watering amounts of money though. You see, most startups fail and a huge proportion of those fail because they don't run the numbers first and then they don't track the numbers as they're getting going. Assuming we're talking about your first product for your brand, I like to call this a keystone product. Ask yourself, how much money will I need to create this product before we launch? And two, what is our profit margin on this product? Will it be able to return cash to our coffers quickly? Your profit margin at the product level is gonna need to be at least 40% gross profit. And the next question to ask is, when will we start making money on this product? Because perhaps you know it won't be profitable until you're several inventory orders in with your manufacturer and placing larger volumes with cheaper costs and cheaper shipping costs. It might take a while before this product is profitable and paying its own way, so to speak. And you're going to need to account for the fact that your marketing spend will be higher when you launch. More like 30% of sales rather than say 10% after you've launched and your product is cruising along nicely. So I think you need around about 125% of your goal monthly revenue to get started. So suppose you believe that your product can generate $10,000 in sales per month, you're probably going to need around about $12,500. You might only need $10,000, or you might need as much as 15 or 20. You need to do your own due diligence. For instance, how competitive is the niche you're going into will determine how much you need to spend to get going. For most people, I think these numbers are about right though. Remember, an e-commerce business that does say $100,000 or $200,000 in its sales in its first year has done well. Now that money that you need to start, that 125% of your goal monthly revenue might come from your own savings, or perhaps part of it will come from your own savings, or perhaps none of it 
But what you do need to know is that your very first batch of money is most likely to have to come from you or your friends, family or crowdfunding because it's not easy to get loans or outside investment before you've started because you haven't yet proven that your idea works. So let's dig in now and look at sources of capital. The first source of capital I want to talk about is friends and family. Friends and family can be a great first point of call when you need your startup capital. Many successful entrepreneurs have started their businesses with the help of their close network. I started my first brand with a loan from my dad. I recognize not everyone can do that and I was very lucky. Now, it's not always easy to ask friends and family members for money because of the risk involved. You don't want to let them down. But remember, they're more likely than outside sources to give you money because they trust you. They believe in you. They're familiar to you. Show them this video. Show them my other videos. Tell them my story of how I had an idea and built a brand and sell them on your dream, your vision, your idea. That's how I got my dad to lend me my first 500 pounds for my first product order. Later, he loaned me more as I proved that the business was working. The next source of capital I'd like to talk about is your own savings. Now, how much of your own savings you can afford to put into your idea depends on your own position, your own appetite for risk, your own circumstances. Only gamble what you can afford to lose. I won't speak much more on this because everybody's circumstances are different and it's really important you think carefully and talk with your family. If you need to get hold of more money, perhaps you can sell things you don't need. There's a plethora of websites where you can sell things you don't need. Clothes, tools, furniture, and maybe temporarily you could trade some time for money. You could drive an Uber, you could do cycling food deliveries for takeaway food. Now, sure, I get it. The ultimate goal here is not to trade your time for money in a one-to-one -one ratio. That's why you're becoming an entrepreneur. But for now, you may need to make a compromise in order to get your dream off the ground. Next, let's talk about crowdfunding. You can use a site like Kickstarter to raise money from a large number of people. The idea is that customers place pre-orders to fund your first batch of inventory. Think of this as a soft launch. Ideally, you do this at a profit. So then you have money to start paying for the inventory that you will need to have in stock on hand for your hard launch. There's a lot of advantages to crowdfunding. The first advantage is that you don't have to give away a big wedge of your business. You don't need to give away equity in exchange for investment. Crowdfunding on a platform like Kickstarter or Indiegogo is a good way to raise money. Yes, but it's for more than just money. When you get attention on a platform like Kickstarter, you're giving your business a lot of exposure and making super fans out of a bunch of customers who really want your business to succeed. Remember, they're backing you. It's a backing platform. They're raising their hand and they're saying, yeah, I believe in this idea. 
Also, you're not just making money, you're actually getting new customers before you've even launched. Crowdfunding allows you to quickly access capital, but with not a lot of risk. And you're freeing up valuable time and resources for the business. You can connect with potential customers and build brand awareness quickly. Remember, there is a vast network of funders available. Ordinary people like you and me browsing Kickstarter or Indiegogo or GoFundMe or whatever platform you want to use ready to back your project. I love the concept because you can showcase your idea or product in an accessible and public forum. And the benefit of that is it allows you to get valuable feedback from potential customers, especially as crowdfunding users tend to be quite forgiving. They recognize that this is a soft launch. This is you dipping your toe into the water and testing out your concept. They know you're a startup and this is version 1.0 of your product. And this is the opportunity to soft launch your first version, get feedback and refine for your hard launch and make tweaks that you might need to change. Crowdfunding de-risks your business because you're testing the market and validating customer demand before you sink a whole load of money into inventory and actually having that stock on hand. And I love the fact that you can receive this feedback from people who are going to really want to get behind you and support you. And when they do that, your campaign can go viral. And when that happens, you can get a whole bunch of coverage, press exposure, for instance, from media outlets, and that can be huge. It's worth mentioning that a crowdfunding campaign is both an art and a science. And I recommend working with an expert agency to do it, which is something I'm doing right now for my new parent and baby brand, which I will cover in future episodes. Please watch this space. The reason you wanna work with an agency, I think, is if you get it wrong, you're gonna press go on your campaign and nobody's gonna fund it. I would rather spend the money working with experts to get my campaign right, which will save me time and money in the long run. Okay, so far we've covered the money you need right at the start. You can use savings, funds from friends and family, or crowdfunding. But how about money you might need to inject after you've launched? You may find you need more money before the business is generating sufficient cash flow and profit to support itself. Now, before you start looking for more money, ask yourself, are you actually charging enough? Is your gross profit high enough? At the product level, it wants to be, I think, at least 40% and maybe significantly higher depending on your main sales channel. So the first option for getting more money is outside investment. I get pitched regularly for this myself. Investors will come in two forms. A, people who are passionate about your idea and willing to give it a punt. And B, people who are just more interested in actually getting a return on their investment. B is more common than A, and I'm involved in both kind of investments. Most investors will want to know specifically how their money will be used to help the business grow quickly. And most importantly, you need to know who your possible audience is, who your customers are, and where they are. Where can you get in front of them? And you ought to know all of this because of the work we've already done together on our customer avatars and our brand avatars from earlier episodes. Investors want to know how do you plan to talk to your audience? Do you plan to use the money to make more products? How are you going to spend the money and how do you plan to reach people who might buy from you? 
These are all questions an investor is going to ask before they're going to part with their money. So you need to make sure you know the answer. People are often just looking for a fix all approach. They'll talk to a potential investor with this pitch. They'll say, I don't have any money. If I don't get more money, my business will fail. Can you solve my problem by giving me money? This probably will not work. But what will work is approaching an investor on the back of something that is already working, right? The point of money is to speed up things that are already going well. It's great that you have a good product that's selling well, but have you got three or four other product concepts that you can generate to build out your brand to sell to the same customers? Because $10,000 from an investor might help you close this one gap, but it won't pay off if you don't actually have a solid brand idea for a sustainable future and more ideas that you can offer to customers. A seven or eight figure business isn't built on one product, it's built on an entire brand. So ask yourself, is this cash going to help the company grow or are we just trying to fix a problem because you're running out of cash? No one is interested in just fixing your cash flow problem, but they might be interested in helping you take something that is already working, that you have demonstrated is going well, and they want to help you grow it bigger, faster, and better. I recommend that you ask investors for advice initially, not money. And this is exactly how I got started in a brand I co-owned with my buddy, Sean. Sean was a competitor of mine when I owned my first brand, Beast Gear. After I sold Beast Gear, he came to me and paid me for consulting. And later, he pitched me his idea to invest in a new brand. I wouldn't have been very receptive if he hadn't already asked for my advice as a consultant, and then he executed on that advice. But I was impressed because I'd given him advice, he'd gone away and done it, and I knew he had the brains to make the idea work. So when he pitched me, I was open to it. Your next option for getting an injection of cash is to take a loan. People are scared of loans. A, a loan to just buy an expensive status symbol, like a watch, because you want it, is a bad idea. But a loan that produces a positive return on investment is a good idea. Getting a bank loan can take a long time. Now, I have worked with mentees who have done it and borrowed several thousand euros, in this case, from the bank to help them purchase new inventory. This guy was buying his product for $5 and selling it for $20. The interest rate was somewhere around 5%. So he made a four times ROI or 400% ROI for a 5% interest rate loan. That is a great deal. If you know you can sell the inventory because you're already selling and it's going well, then a loan can make total sense. But there are other sources of loan. You don't have to go to the bank. Some of the main e-commerce platforms like Amazon offer loans. I took several of these with Beast Gear. The first one was for 35,000 pounds at 10.4% APR on a six month term. In other words, I borrowed 35 grand for 5.2% over six months. So it cost me 1,800 pounds. Well, of course, my gross profit margins on each product were well up on 40%. So it was a total no brainer to take the loan. Now, I appreciate this is not strictly starting capital we're talking about. We're talking about an injection of cash after you've, you're, you're getting going. 
and you need a track record before you can get these types of warrants. But nevertheless, it's really important we talk about it because after launch or shortly after launch, people often run into cash flow issues and you need to be aware of it. Okay, there was a lot of information in there. I think the most important thing is to crunch your numbers ahead of time. Understand how much money you are likely to need first. Keep track of cash to be sure you can take steps if you need a cash injection after you've launched. I hope that was helpful. Please subscribe and you can get more at www.benleonard.pro. Cheers. Ecom Made Easy is brought to you by Ecom Brokers. We sell your business for the best possible price, hassle-free. We've been there and done it on all sides. We've built, scaled, and sold our own seven-figure brands. We have over 20 years mergers and acquisitions experience, and we're expert e-commerce accountants. We've got a free ebook for you called How to Sell Your Ecom Business and Plan Your Dream Exit. Get it using the link in the description or at www.ecombrokers.co.uk slash book or just visit us at ecombrokers.co.uk to schedule a call and start planning your dream exit. Cheers.